Hi, I'm Isa Kwonga. And I'm Ryan Hun. And we co-host Stadio, a football podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. Twice a week, Musa and I talk about the goings-on in men's and women's football around Europe and sometimes around the world. We like to zoom in, we like to zoom out, we like to make some silly references. So if you like soccer or football, make sure you search for Stadio, a football podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Think we got it? Yeah, that's good. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets, download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, friends, and welcome to this golf podcast, unlike any other. Yes, indeed, my friends, this is Fairway Rollin', a major golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. We have our final major staring us in the face. I am your starter, Joe House joined right at this crucial juncture by my incomparable accomplice, our PGA Tour boots on the ground, Nathan Hubbard, two ball, trying to get you ready here at the last minute for filling out your fantasy lineups, your betting cards, whatever way you'd like to speculate on the outcome of this 151st Open Championship. We are here for you. With some final thoughts, my birdie buddies. Two ball pegs are in the ground. Nate Dog and I are swinging simultaneously. Nate Dog, avoid the 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 uh, inner out of bounds, but otherwise, how are you doing? 
This has been a weirdly quiet open prep week, House. Maybe it's because Rory decided to pass on his press conference. Maybe it's because there have been lots of overt displays of friendliness between Liv and PGA Tour golfers. You're seeing Rom and Mickelson play around together. You know, you're seeing Rory and Brooks spending a lot of time together. Uh, they're just, it's been wonderfully drama free. It feels like maybe the most drama is this weather. What's happening with this weather house? We can't uh, not include Brooks Kepka walking with Captain uh, Zach Johnson, right. also as part of, of the, right. you know, the, 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 the harmony and peace that's out there. Um, but for he's sure, on the team. The Let's weather... just be clear. He's on the team, right? Yeah, he's on the team. Well, why would they keep him off? A million percent. It's the he's PGA on the team. of America. It's not the tour that runs the Ryder Cup, and the PGA of America is not going to exclude its champion, the guy who won their 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 championship at Oak Hill. And you know, e even if Zach Johnson had a very principled basis for making an argument to the contrary, the eyeballs on the television screen is the thing that's most important to the PGA of America. So he's on the Ryder Cup and that's great. I want to see it. I think you want to see it, right? The hundred percent. We're trying to win. I'm trying to win. It's going to be hard. You know, there's a decent chance, by the way, I didn't get a chance to tell you this. I'm going to go play that golf course. I'm going over to Italy in August. I think I'm going what? to go play the Marco Simone, whatever. I'm just going to invite myself in. I think I'm going to do it. Are you going to stop me? No, I'm going to encourage you. I'm a little pissed that you're telling me this now. We could have done this together. You could come to Italy. There's Fine. still time. All right. I'm not going for a month. Warm it up for the boys. Yeah, so the the I think part of why it it is quiet as we um hustle into the 4:35 a.m. Eastern uh kickoff time is because the storylines of this uh, championship really um, have been told. And we went through them in, in no small part with our good pal, Justin Ray, on our preview show. And the, 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 the key determinant in uh, whether this is going to be chaotic or not is the weather. And it just seems like it's going to rain. And it's going to rain sort of each of the days, it doesn't seem like the forecast has any major wind in it, right. the way that the Scottish Open right. had super major wind on Sunday. It doesn't seem like we're getting any of that. And so what we're seeing is like confirmatory validating evidence of our instincts, which is a green golf course. It's it's as green as, as it was back in 2014, and it doesn't look anything like the golf course that Tiger Woods played back in 2014. And six, and we have the players confirming that they think that low scores are possible. And we have the players to a man talking about how important it is to avoid the bunkers, right? Yeah. Well, this entire open starting Friday late through whenever it's done is going to be played in the rain. And these bunkers, I don't know, do these bunkers look harder than the standard? Do these riveted things look harder than the standard open bunkers or do, are we just running out of shit to talk about? They're always deep and hard to get out of. I, I think there there has been a nuance that some of the players are sharing. Scotty Scheffler especially compared it to um, 
Royal uh, St. St. George's, I think, um, in the sense that the um, there, there's two two principal differences. The rivets from the rake mean that the ball can sit down in, yes. and be slightly depressed in in, yes. in the in the in the rake rivet, and that they are um, the the ball is less likely to find the middle of the bunker that right. they aren't uh, um, contoured in a manner for the ball to roll away from the face or away from the rear if it yeah. enters from the rear. So Scotty was making the point that it's kind of better to miss <laughs> worse to be at the rear of the bunker than the front of the bunker. Cause if you roll in from the top, it won't roll down to a middle spot. You'll be right up against, Stuck the, up the, against the wall, the, the face lip. of the wall. Yeah. And he was conveying some, some, uh, I, I don't know what the word is distress at, yeah. at, at that, at that aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Well, and we've seen some of the videos of guys trying to hit in and out of them and it, it looks like you're going to have very few opportunities to go at the hole if you go in a bunker. So fine. All right. So that's going to enter into a little more drama. It's going to create even more premium on shot making. It just feels like with the lushness and the soft conditions, guys are going to be going right at the hole. I mean, they're just going to be flag hunting out there. It doesn't with the wind down and it looks like maybe we'll get up to 15 miles an hour, call it Saturday, but not more than that with the wind down there's just not a lot of defense on this course. And yeah, I mean, look, it's the bunkers. It's It's the the 81 bunkers and the internal out of bounds on the third hole and the 18th hole to the extent that that's intimidating. I mean, whatever. So uh, is this going to be 20 under or better? That's the question. Is this going to be like a score at the Amex? It would only be up in that order of magnitude if the you know, conditions, if the fairways continue to have some, some role and that the guys are, are emboldened to try and carry the bunkers and hit, you know, hit, hit driver. If it's, if the fairways end up softer, then that adds length to it. Now, I mean, the, the, it's the direction of the prevailing wind that will impact, you know, how long these holes play. And and right now they're saying, you know, the, the, the finishing stretch is going to be super, Dramatic potentially. If there's anybody within three shots of the leader in the finishing stretch, it's a par five. It's a par four that is, you know, uh, that's played as as one of the top five hardest holes in the golf course. It's the brand new par three, and then it's another par five. So lots of room for variance in that end of 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 round and end of championship configuration, um, especially with seventeen, right? Yes, yes, because that will be, it seems like, most likely into the wind. The two par fives on that backside are both well into the 600-yard range, but they right. everybody's saying they don't play that way because of the wind. But it's a factor of, like, how soft is the golf course going to be in the fairways and, and ha- like, how much driver do you expect to see? Do you, you expect to see guys? I mean, Rory had that two iron. It's The two iron is the golf club that he hit from the fairway at the Scottish Open. Yeah. Um, to win the golf uh, tournament. But, you know, Tiger famously, you know, went around the golf course, a different version of the golf course with only one driver. But if you're that intimidated by the bunkers, how do you move the ball away from the bunkers with a with golf clubs, with, with the driver, I guess, is my question to you. 
Yeah, but I think Scotty and Rory and Rom are going to play a lot of drivers on this course. I think we're going to see a heck of a lot more than we did 10 years ago and uh or you know 9 years ago whatever. And I I especially for Rory when you look at the way these holes set up, it just favors a draw and that is what he does better than anybody in the world. It's interesting though that the odds have evened out. And it looks like, at least as I've looked, Scheffler and Rory are now co-favorites. I think our picks must have been you, me, and J-Ray who who just fired up the betting action to get people on Scheffler. There's a lot of momentum for Scotty right now. Well, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned Rom because he, to me, is now suddenly the most sort of interesting and his odds are moving in the other direction. He right. was like in the 11 to 1 range. He's now at at 12 to 1. Yeah. And what I'm interested in in getting your perspective on with with John Rom, did we sleep on him at all as we were we were slightly dismissive of of his potential fortunes at this venue mainly because he's been sort of quiet since the Masters. That's the only reason. Okay, well, that's the only reason. I I, I get I mean, it, but... it. It felt like he had a little bit of a master's hangover. He, he sort of had to stay up through the night, the proverbial through the night, it, it, to, to go play Harbortown and play, uh, you know, defend in Mexico, which again, I thought was a very gentlemanly thing to do to go back and defend there to keep that tournament relevant. But after that point, I, I, he needed some time off and he kind of played like it coming back in and there, there hasn't been the same level of intensity i'll forgive him for it but let's see i don't know maybe the alcaraz win he says all right let's one to it the spaniards got to take all of the championships in the kingdom this summer in the uk seriously i i love that angle um and i wonder if i'm gonna glass half fill it with rom he needed the rest and he took the rest he missed the cut at the travelers after right. the the u.s open and he needed the rest. He got to go home on that that Friday after the U.S. Open, and and if you're counting days, that now amounts to like you know more than 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 three weeks of rest and and time with family, and signing a giant deal with Callaway, Callaway. Top Golf and getting that big equity piece. So part of the thing that I'm I'm wondering aloud, and I want your reaction to, I thought he was uh he's always kind of uh forthcoming and effusive at press conferences, but I, yeah. I like the version of what we got from him at his press conference. He was hilariously um, the the most uh, direct in his support of Jay Monahan. Yes. He was the only guy that really was affirmative in terms of, you know, welcoming Jay back and not having lost any trust in Jay and trusting in Jay and the, and the executive group's uh, stewardship of, of the tour, right? Yeah, and, and those comments put to bed the narrative for the week. I mean, we've seen Eamon Lynch wrote, Monaghan's not going to be around for a while, and I think all of us think more akin to what Xander and Spieth said last week, which is unequivocally he's got trust to rebuild. Okay, he clearly does. But I, part of the reason I feel like Rory bailed out was he just didn't want to have that conversation again. And Rom, listen, Rom's the alpha, man. You can't look at the width of his shoulders and not know, you know, when he directly, he does not mix, mince words. He does not, uh, you know, mealy mouth what he's trying to say. He's unafraid of it. And it, it, it just felt like when he sort of dogged at the press and said, not in a confrontational way, but as you said, just, 
unbelievably candid and direct. It really put the story to bed. Not everybody else got asked about it. Rory was able to sort of excuse himself and it just eased us into the week. Yeah. Rory's earned the the right to not talk about it really ever again if he chooses not to. Yeah. If he doesn't want to talk about anything other than how he's playing and what he thinks about a golf course, really for the rest of his life, that's fine, right? Yeah. He, he he carried the water for the tour in a in an uh in, in a way that far surpassed anything that was reasonable. And he was the de facto commissioner and he did galvanize support. I mean, all of the things that we've talked about many, many, many times about him. If he if he wants to never talk about this again, then by golly, have at it. that that's fine by me. Yeah. Rory, you earned it. Um, but with Rom, this version of him made me go back and do a little bit of research because okay. it, it started to build some confidence for me in, oh Here we go. Um, in his, his fortunes at this thing. And there are two particular attributes that he possesses. Now, he, he does have some, some high finishes um, on, on Lynx uh, golf courses and, and uh, you know, in the Open Championship. But the two things that I particularly found you know, uh, us to perhaps be, be missing in our assessment of him, he has no problem putting on slower surfaces. He he ranks very well uh, in strokes gain. If you you know cut it and slice it down into um, you know uh, uh, green speeds, he he he's absolutely up there on green speeds that that seem to be measuring out akin to what we're anticipating with the slower green speeds um, that they're saying they're reporting. Uh, at Hoylake. And the other thing w- with Rom is that he compares extremely favorably um, long iron wise, you know, for, hmm. for the for the kinds of shots that we're imagining. If he chooses to play a strategic game and not try and bomb in a manner that pulls the bunkers into play or pulls the out of bounds, the out of bounds, we, we don't really need to harp on because um, it really only matters on two holes. But his strength with the uh, um, long irons in hand, uh, again, measures out extremely well. I, I, I went back and, and, you know, made some investment in, in John Rahm this week. I'm, I'm here to announce it, Nate Dog. Well, I am not surprised based on the way you're talking about it. I mean, look, if we chart his shots gained over the last three months, he's down almost a full shot from when he was just firing on all cylinders around uh around Riviera really. I mean I just I'll never yeah. forget watching him bound up those steps up the hill into player dining with his family. Couldn't have been brighter and happy. You could just see this guy was going to win the golf tournament. At that point his like sort of moving average for shots gained was north of 3. It was almost 3.2. He's down at this point to 2.2, 2.25. So I I, I don't I just don't take a whole lot away from that other than he had a really flaming hot stretch of golf. And, you know, it felt like that was somewhat inspired by Scotty and Rory having such a good sort of period of time. He wins the Masters, and I I just don't put a whole lot into that decline. But it is relative to, you know, how Scheffler's trending, how Rory's trending, even how guys like Hovland... Hatton and the way that they're measuring Cam Smith, it is trending in the opposite direction relative to where 
they are at this moment in time. So I, I, I am happy for you that you've put money on ROM. You do this every single major where at the last second, you sphincter up and go, wait a minute. I didn't put any money on the guy we're not talking about who's really good. And I understand why you're doing that. He will be bucking the trend relative to other players if he does it. That said, who is the one guy in the world who, when he focuses in, seems to be able to get it done more so than, again, any of the other guys at the top of this field other than maybe Brooks Kepka? I mean, I think our criticism of Scotty is, yeah, his statistics are amazing. Why isn't he winning more tournaments? Well, it's because the putter just has not been good enough. Our criticism of Rory's been, yeah, he's hitting it great. He just, like, he didn't close the U.S. Open. All of us know Rory should have closed that damn thing. Wyndham Clark should yes. not have won the U.S. Open. I mean, not that he didn't deserve. He played fine, but he didn't play so well that Rory McIlroy shouldn't have won. The, Rory McIlroy should have won the U.S. Open. Okay, so now you step back and say, John Rahm definitely being in the category there. He closed the Masters. Can he now, after after this lull and relative decline, still peak, peak, peak performer who is in the upper echelon of golf? But can he go head to head with these guys and and deliver some money for you, House? Yeah, and and to be clear, um, you know, I I only play outrights, outright winning in in a little bit. The, my my biggest wagers on Rom are top ten and top twenty. You can check those odds on FanDuel right now. And I also played him in in some head to heads just to, as a way of diluting the exposure. I played him in head to heads against both Rory and Scotty because I have plenty of exposure to both Rory and Scotty across the board. Right. So I wanted a little bit of Rom and Rom's plus plus odds against both those guys, um, which you know you, you don't get that that opportunity uh, very often. So I, I was kind of fine with with uh, playing it that way. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this episode is brought to you by jiffy lube cars can be a big investment so it's important to take care of them i once got a car that i started out with twenty five thousand miles on i got it to over two hundred thousand miles because i took care of it you know how you take care of a car you take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. 
Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Do you have any concern now having seen some of the pairings? Are you worried about Brooks having to play with Cantlay and the pace? Are you, is there anybody else that maybe got a positive group draw for you? Um, I don't invest a ton into it. I think it's an absolutely magnificent sense of humor that the uh, uh, the RNA has has shown us here. And maybe this is their way of trying to light a fire under Cantlay. I, I don't think it has anything to do necessarily. I think Brooks can be, you know, uh, um, unperturbed if he if he's able to sort of prepare himself. And I think it's one of the lessons that he learned, you know, he shared with us uh, in, in, in his bit on full swing about playing, you know, major golf and how, you know, some of the psychological stuff, he, he clearly was bothered by the pace of play of JB Holmes, the open championship, you know, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And he clearly was affected by the mind games that Phil Mickelson, the slow roll that Phil Mickelson put on him. But I think he Brooks has said, those are learning experiences for me. I intend to be, you know, an Uber champion. And so what I do is I, I file that, that stuff away. I process it. Um, I do love it for the purposes of Kepka, but I don't think, you know, the only, what I'm more interested in is whether or not there are advantages to one side of the draw versus the other timing wise. Um, there, it does seem like as far as the weather goes, the guys that are going early, late might have a tiny bit uh, uh, of an advantage, um, just in, in in terms of some weather changing um, over the the course of Thursday into Thursday afternoon and overnight into early part of Friday. So if you're off the first half of Thursday and then you you're able to go out the latter part of the day on Friday, it seems the weather might have a little bit of an advantage. So that, so um, that might in, favor Scotty, Fleetwood, Cam yeah. Smith, Xander, Ricky, Lowry, those kinds of guys. Yes, exactly. Guys that we were kind of already on anyhow. And then by contradistinction, the guys that get uh, disadvantaged if you subscribe to that early, late um, wave concept. Rory and Rom, Morikawa, Hatton, Phil Mickelson, who you think is going to miss the cut. I'll say this to you, House. I really love this Morikawa-Homa-Hatton pairing. Listening to Morikawa talk about it, he was like giddy. He'd said he'd been at lunch with his caddy talking about how excited he was was to not just play with Max, who obviously they've got the Cal connection, but he said he really enjoys playing with Tyrrell Hatton because even for the attitude, his signal was Hatton plays fast. And Hatton actually respects the guys that he's playing with. So that group is going to move at the pace that they all like to play, which, you know, they're they're literally going to be behind Rory, Rahm, and Rose. So 
th- those aren't exactly uh, uh, slow players either. So you could see on that side of the draw it moving well. I I I just Morikawa's odds are really tasty, House, and and those one of those three guys is going to make some noise this week. I think. Well, Hatton would be the low hanging fruit in terms of that because of of his very accomplished, um, you know, links golf, European golf. Uh, you know, his Dunhill record is outstanding. Um, and, you know, he, he's built up a nice body of work. But we, we went through this with Justin Ray. I'm on Morikawa and I have like a lot of exposure to him. It is, yep. you know, in that category of like 28 to one. Yeah. If, he, if he's in that neighborhood, you have to have something on him because the ball striking is is always so good. And if you take the performance, um in 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 Detroit and and say that that's indicative of that's reflective that's of where he is him turning a corner right I completely agree and if we now think these greens are going to be soft and it's going to be a little wet and boy that's reminiscent of tournaments that Morikawa has won before because he can stick the ball next to the hole his putter becomes less of an Achilles heel. And, you know, again, I think very quietly, Justin Ray loudly made the case that Morikawa quietly has rounded into form here in the last month. And we weren't paying great attention. And it looks like the odds makers, at least the, the, the betters, are not, are not giving him the same credit that you otherwise should. I mean, this is a defending champion. This is one of the best ball strikers, period, on tour. And Cantlay's got much, much better, you know, lower odds than, than Morikawa. Yeah, and and you know I I'm looking at uh, some of the prop stuff. Uh, you know the it, it's a what head to heads can we get on FanDuel House? Yeah, well he 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 is uh, a decent play. We'll 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 check some of those out here in a moment. But I like him. You know, on a par seventy one, shooting one under par. If he shoots one under par in round one, that's available right now at at uh, even odds. Uh, okay. You have to pay significant juice for him to shoot par or worse. Now, that that could be a, a function of what we're talking about in terms of this weather thing, but it doesn't feel very pronounced, the weather uh, discrepancy. It, it, and again, all of this can change in a matter of like six-hour increments, so it could be really bad by the mm-hmm. time he gets out there. But, uh, you know, for, for, for now, I'm, I'm kind of satisfied with, uh, you know, a little bit of speculation on things that, that, um, portend well uh, of Colin Morikawa. I mean, the 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 matchups that you can find for him are um, Dustin Johnson. He is uh, a small favorite over DJ. He's minus one twenty uh, over DJ. Um, that and that is both for the first round and for the tournament. Uh, I believe. Um, I th- I think you can get him. Uh, well, all of these matchups. Okay, so the matchups that 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 you can find on FanDuel right this second look like they're all um, against Dustin Johnson in a variety of ways. Um, but you know, small favorite over DJ, which feels fine to me. Yeah, yeah, to me too. Well, Nate, as is our way here on Fairway Rolling, we like to have a little bit of combination action. We got a couple parlays. That I pulled together here for our okay. good friends uh, at, at FanDuel. And speaking of Colin Morikawa, now sometimes it's it's better to just keep things simple. So one of the things that I did was a very basic three leg make the cut parlay. I'm okay. just looking for a plus odds payout on this 
because you have to you really you know put five or six guys together if you're looking for a bigger payout and you can play it that way it, it it's fun i've done it many 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 times on this podcast uh and and also in real life <laughs> but um the one that i have this week it's pretty modest it's a plus 150 payout you have pair up kamorakawa who's minus 340 to make the cut alongside xander um, who has a great track record, both at majors in general. He's only missed two cuts in like the last 20 some majors, but also very good at the open championship in terms of, of just basically the, the, the proposition of making the cut. And then I took, I wanted somebody that was going to help me odds wise. And I went down the board. I have New Zealand's own Ryan Fox, uh, contributing to this three legged parlay very nice uh, performance at the Scottish Open uh top 20 I believe and then I love the fact that he um is the defending champion of the Alfred Dunhill Lynx uh challenge from the fall on the DP World Tour quietly Ryan Fox uh, a, a a strong Lynx player so if you combine those 3 for a three-way make the cut parlay that payout is plus 150 do you endorse this, Nate? I mean, it's fine if you don't. If you want to yell at me, I'm willing to listen. No, you're really just asking, am I all in on Ryan Fox making the cut this week? And I think what we explored, That's if true. you you're right. really look through these, there is some chum in the water in this tournament this week. So I, I, I really expect that Ryan Fox is going to make the cut, given there are a lot of pretenders in the field this week. Well, I uh, am, am taking a similar kind of soft waffling approach to my finishing position parlay. This is a three-legger, uh, and I just went as chalk as, as, as I could get and as I could stomach. We're only coming up with uh, three-to-one odds on, on this one because I went so chalk on it. Okay. I have Scotty finishing in the, in the top 10. I have Rory finishing in the top 20, and mm. I have Tommy Fleetwood who has enormous experience at this venue, top 30. That's the way I played it, Nate Dog. Scheffler top 10, Rory top 20, Fleetwood top 30. That payout is over three to one odds. It's plus 304. That feels like a nice way to, you know, nice middle of the summer kind of bankroll addition. Do you, do you, do you get what I'm, I'm, I'm feeling here? Who do you think you're going to be sweating in that threesome? Maybe. Maybe. And I, I, you know, have all of my exposure to this guy already. Scotty. Yeah. Scotty is the one that I, I feel least confident about. Yeah. Which oh, is, you agree with that? I, I, I do. I think Tommy Fleetwood is going to have no problem back during your top 30. He's wearing cardigans. He's flushing the ball. He's playing, you know, he's playing with ball strikers. It's going to be great. Uh, I, I think Rory has a top 20 in him this week. There's no doubt he's in form. And I, I think it's just, is Scotty going to suddenly in a major break the streak and then have us all talking about, hey, why isn't he closing? Even though he won the players. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, not not only that, but he's just collecting top fives in 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 the other majors. Now, he didn't finish in the top five yeah. at the Masters, but he it's, did. I'm just, it's just, it'll be a bullshit uh you know, but it's yes. going to be something for us to talk about. But, uh, you know, isn't yep. it funny that if the guy finishes lower than 12th, we're going to make it like it's a problem. <laughs> and the, I mean, the, the 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 big reveal of this week as it relates to Scotty Scheffler is how close 
the run that he's been on in terms of of his um, strokes gained is putting him in Tiger territory. Yeah, he's legit within you know uh, a, a couple of of decimal points of Tiger and a bunch of those different um, categories. It, it's a really amazing run. You you talked about it on the show on on Sunday with Jay Ray. Literally unprecedented, except for the precedent of Tiger Woods, right? Well, and the and the it, it's unprecedented that someone's no one has ever struck the ball this well and putted this poorly. It's like if you mashed up <laughs> Tiger and me and put him in a golfer, that's Scotty right now. So he's gonna he's gonna break out of this. I I you know as I alluded to, I think he's had some things going on in the background that uh, that he is is at the sort of edge of the forest of which on his way out, not going in. And I I I think uh, you're gonna be just fine with Scotty this week. Does it change the way you think about? Does it change the way you think about the winner? Is Scotty still your pick, or did you waffle and go back to Rom? Oh, I wouldn't say that I waffled. I mean, I I have exposure in a lot of different areas. I have you know twenty five bucks on on Minwoo Lee. Like you know, I, I get I get I get exotic out there a little bit, Nate Dog. But I mean, you know, I I my 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 view on who will win remains Scotty Scheffler. Okay. I wanted to make sure. That I had, I I I have some money on on Colin Morikawa to win this golf tournament. You should. I have, you know, uh, I added in. I had a, a small bet on on Cam Smith to defend. I mean, you know, the odds aren't aren't great, but you know, the 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 story is is decent. So, you know, this is not a Cam Smith kind of golf course. That is also one of the um, things that can emerge from the the research and the numbers. This is not his style. You know, he he he's better when he can hit the ball anywhere. Um, and then, and then kind of recover, um, mm-hmm. that's his strong suit, but I want to make sure I had a tiny bit of exposure to, to the defending champion, especially off of his recent live victory. I mean, you know, you got to take that very seriously, Nate dog. Um, but speaking of, of, of taking things seriously, we shall be convened as soon as the claret jug is in the hands of perhaps our new open champion or maybe it'll be a repeat in, 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 in cam smith's hands uh the nate dog and i will be together sunday it'll, the show probably be up a little bit earlier um because uh you know the, the tournament should be over midday and you know of course our good friends at FanDuel tv we will be on tv giving the recap um that should be up monday morning but my birdie buddies my par saving pals this is wonderful for us here in the States. The Open Championship is the best. Wake up, have a little coffee, watch the guys out there moving around this thing in their long clothes, and then put your shorts on and go grab a wonderful afternoon round. And if you need an E9 at the end of it, play 27. It's light out till 8.30, 8.45 at night here in the States. A great time to be a lover of the game of golf. That's it, my birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts. Our thanks, as always, to our producer, Eduardo Ocampo, and to the Nate Dog. We will see you on Sunday. In the meantime, get a peg in the ground, please. Hit him straight up there. Hit him straight up there.